Hey everybody, welcome to Rough Hang. Today on Rough Hang, we're taking snitches, expensive lunches, and Joe Paterno apologists to the woodshed. We found our best, worst person on Facebook and in Florida. Big surprise there. And as always, we each give you one good thing to hang your hat on. How's everybody doing? You sound yeah. like if Siri were an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> Today we <laughs> are talking about... <laughs> it was like Chris Berman from ESPN on a toilet. <laughs> Today we're going to be seeing some you know? really good highlights. <laughs> <Both> bloopers, <laughs> everybody. Bloopers. <laughs> both of those things are very true. Yeah. <laughs> we just ran over a curb, right? I did. You guys both saw that. We did. And yeah. it, was really, it, was really, it was really sad. That's fine. One time I ran my car into a lake by accident. Plus, <laughs> so, in the other times you did it on By purpose. the way, plus, <laughs> in the other times, the like, car- I want to run this thing to prove a point. <laughs> and she's like, The car won and the lake died. The lake died. <laughs> What's, uh, what, 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 when did that happen? That was in Louisiana. They have these, like, flash floods all the time, and this right. water started creeping and coming, a creeping and coming. Yeah. I just feel like you were raised by, like, a country bear jamboree. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amber's, Amber's life was, like, the last thing you see before you drop on Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> no, take me back. Yeah. Take I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Don't believe Uncle Remus. He's full of lies. <laughs> and, and, and Amber, Amber, when because like two days before we uh, do the podcast, we 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 text in a group thread what we're taking to the woodshed this week. Mm. And Amber, you you're taking the most Amber thing to the woodshed. Mm. Me and Mike listed ours, and Amber just goes snitches. <laughs> <laughs> they Fuck saw it. me drove that car. They saw me drive that car into the lake. Yeah, Amber is very proud that an alert is named after her. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> that's my alert. <laughs> snitches. What brought this on? <laughs> Oh, what brought stitches on? Yeah. Oh, well, it's a, it's a thing at my coworker at another weird job I have. Uh, yeah. I can get into it. Yeah, let's do ahead. it. Yeah, let's do it. So, okay. so I work this job. You know when you go to the grocery store and those nice women give you little samples of food? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll pause. Okay, so you know when you're at the grocery store and you know, like, those nice women give you samples of food. And they're, like, big mm-hmm. women. So these women are, for, this job is for, like, crazy people. All these women had like just got out of jail. My the employee of the month has a Jesus tattoo on her face, right? And I got the job. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> she does. Yeah, they love her. She like does the best job. She has a huge Jesus tattoo. What's, which on her stage face. of Jesus? Which day? Oh no, just her. Just his name. <laughs> just his that, name. That that is probably Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know. that's actually just her uh, yeah. son. <laughs> that's the target for where he comes. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. And uh I mean I got the job and they didn't even interview me. They they just like called me on the phone and they're like, I like your stuff, you got it. Like this <laughs> chain smoking woman. <laughs> so From you, the nineteen twenties? <laughs> yes. So you show up and like you put you know, you, you get the cart together. They have these carts in the back of the grocery store right. and then you pull it out, clean it up, put the stuff on it and go. So I show up and I'm a little bit late. And this girl, the other woman who works there, comes up and she's like, you need to call the boss and say you're late or I'm going to tell on you. What the fuck? Yeah. The whole, and like, I'm going to tell on you. And I was like, I have to clean this cart right now. And she's like, no, you have to call her right now and tell her. So I call her and of course the boss doesn't give a shit. Okay, <laughs> so you set up, okay. And then like all day kept coming by and be like, how many samples do you have out? You know you're not supposed to have more than six. Ugh. And I was like, you know what? I feel more sorry for you that this is your entire fucking miserable life. I hope you go home and I hope you fucking 
cum goo out of your stinky hole, you nasty-ass little whore, you sad little woman. She was about four feet tall, and I could kick her. I want to kick her in a pool and hold her head down. Because she's a bitch and a lying whore. Snitching fool. Cut her fucking throat and fuck it open. Fuck it open. <laughs> You've got to call the boss. I think you're already cut it open. God, you you human William Faulkner character. (laughs) Those people, though, they really are like the... the, They (laughs) remind you of like... The like the 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 Jews in the concentration camp that would rat out the other Jews. Oh you know God! I mean? Who would be like like oh take him to the concentration camp? Like you're both in a in a terrible situation. Doesn't matter. Just why, they get a little more crumbs. Why fuck with the other one? I don't know. I mean, there's nothing. You know, I've had a lot of shitty jobs, and like there's nothing worse than a person who cares about their low-paying job. Yeah. yeah, that is a heartbreaking. <laughs> I mean, it's fine if you care about it, but if you make other people oh, like yeah. call the boss or I'm gonna tell or like you're doing this wrong, like fuck you, get out of my life. I want to drop kick you like a fucking midget in a wrestling ring. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Even in a even in a high paying or, or good job, like like politics is so lame. You know, like the whole yeah. point of having a even a good job is that there shouldn't be a politics with it you're just supposed to do it and either have fun or do it and leave it's yeah. just so fucking corny but it feels weird sometimes at jobs when you uh are there just for the money like other people find that weird it's like i didn't work at mcdonald's for the love of it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah even though everyone else was loving it yeah oof Ouch. can we just can we just ruminate on what i just did there yeah Aaron, Aaron, our studio engineer, is back in the office. He gave me a big Hulk Hogan thumbs up for I mean, that one. What's sadder is that it's 8 in the morning and there's a Taco Bell coffee cup. And yeah. Yeah. when Taco Bell announced having breakfast a few years ago, I was like, who the fuck benefits from this? And I never knew it was my best friend. <laughs> and uh, that's a real uh, that's a real generous use of the term benefits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, McDonald's was crowded. There was a huge line at McDonald's, so this is the only thing that I could get. And it was just a tiny, it was like a tiny burrito, and they they really do have a gross breakfast over at Taco Bell. Oh, of course, Taco Bell breakfast. I'm surprised they don't, like, spit in your food and slap you in the face and tell you to get that's up. A, that's extra, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is that the only, so how many jobs do you have right now? I have two. So it's that one, and then the but the gym, gym. cut down my my hours. Whenever the minimum wage was raised, they they kind of, has that naked guy stopped back yeah, a couple episodes ago. Okay, Mike, I love that Mike just gave me shit for Taco Bell, and he's running out of the podcast right now to take a shit. That's fine. When you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> this we- is like. This is fucking amazing. This I'm is, glad. This is karma in its purest form of having Michael Lawrence be like, who eats Taco Bell breakfast? No, if you <laughs> excuse me, I have to create a Taco Bell breakfast oh. in the toilet next door. Literally, like, had to run out of here. Like, like he was about to change. Like, you know, it was you know that what what just happened is the opposite of when Superman runs into one of those telephone booths and changes and comes back. <laughs> we we've we've done that before. Like me and Amber have both had to wait before Mike. Before Mike, yeah. On this bathroom, I can't believe you guys still have a bathroom here, Aaron. Aaron, feel free to talk into the microphone. Does he have IBS? Um, I think he just 
eats uh eats gross stuff yeah i think he just eats like you know every day is a pan of like every every meal is an airport panda express for michael Lawrence. oh god yeah i don't know i mean i just ate taco bell so i'm not like but i don't think the guy the guy doesn't like vegetables yeah you gotta have vegetables you gotta have fruits and grains and like sweet peas and i don't know leafy greens yeah exactly i i think we should have a new segment on this show called talking shit about the other host when they leave the room (laughs) but it's it's no like since i've known mike and i and i I talked i I talked to mike about this all the time i told him i said why don't you eat healthy and he said to me he goes "I, i just don't think vegetables are entertaining Oh. Entertaining? They're not Sammy Davis Jr., Mike. You gotta have them, or you're gonna die when you're fifty I in a motel that's what he, room. Where he's headed? Man, that's dangerous. I mean, I don't like—I didn't like vegetables, but I fucking ate them. I mean, I grew up in the South where everything was just fried, and I was exactly. like, you know what? How about I just have a tomato instead of frying it? And now I like it. Yeah, you have to. You almost have to teach yourself to do that. You just have to fucking do it, or else. I mean, I have. I mean, I have such a problem with overeating, and you know, it's it's. But you have to at least have a salad a couple times a week. You know. Yeah, I can't. I can't do the portion control thing where it's like protein is the size of your hand. You know, and like the vegetables are a little bit smaller. I um. Oh, because everybody at your job probably is like a. Yeah, they're very much like they weigh food. Like there's a scale. And they weigh it by the milligrams, like how many milligrams of protein. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, they call food fuel, and it's a way of um, not being entertained. (laughs) (laughs) It's the opposite of entertainment. Yeah. I mean, they're all deeply sad people, I think. I wish they're they're just – it's just so hard to find that middle ground. Yeah. Just eat healthy, but also – like, I try to eat healthy pretty much every meal – but when I want a hamburger, I, I get a hamburger and I don't beat myself up over it because stress ages you and fattens you up and makes your hormones go all a goo goo. That's mm-hmm. way worse for you, stress, than anything else. Yeah, my friend Rob at work, he's in his 40s and he looks great and he eats like a fucking asshole every day. The guy eats really? like, yeah, I mean, the guy, uh, the guy like orders five guys and Popeyes and all this stuff and he looks amazing. Why? How? I, I just don't think he got it. I think he has a high metabolism and he he, he still kind of works out and, yeah you know I think he's just one of those people like I'm one of those people I I, I look at a cheesecake and I have a fourth chin you know <laughs> it's just kind of where I'm at I wonder how we should have a Mike Lawrence doomsday clock oh <laughs> he's back as soon as I said that <laughs> there you go Mike how was it <laughs> Aaron's putting it on. Oh man, that was so great. Every that was the karma in its purest form of you <laughs> giving me giving me the business for having Taco Bell breakfast and then running and, into, then, ha- and, then, and then me ruining, having the side effects of yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, and then ruining a bathroom. I feel like all the, I got, there's just going to be a team of scientists in hazmat suits as we leave the studio outside <laughs> that bathroom. Yeah, I got here at seven forty-five, but it was locked. Mm. You feel better yeah. though. You know what? Uh, yeah. You know yeah, it'll feel better, even better, eating anything with green in it. Then you <sighs> won't. Then when you, I remember one time I was driving Mike. I had to drive him to the comedy store or something like that. And he goes, I was like, I had to go to the bathroom. And I go, uh, okay, cool. I'll just drive you. He goes, drop me here. <laughs> and I had to drop him in a shoe store parking lot. And he just ran into the. He like 
ran into the distance like like a mythical creature like running away into the forest and was I'm like am I ever going to see him again? Did you shit this in the, the last time? No, I think he went to a shoe store. Where did you shit that day? It was day? just some pla- it was the closest like some <laughs> plaza, yeah. It was like- yeah. As I saw it, I like I almost thought he was gonna like disintegrate in a sand or something. Yeah. Oh, you gotta have um like leafy greens. <laughs> you gotta have some like collard greens, you know? I'm usually okay. It's waking up this early in the morning. Yeah. I, I gotta say though, but, but you know, we get nervous about you. Yeah. We think we're gonna Lord. have to have a Kickstarter for your asshole. <laughs> I'm fine. Mike Mike can't take it. Mike is the roast battle champion, but you give him like a little bit of a poke and he's like, Okay, 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 that's enough. Oh, <laughs> your asshole's like a retired boxer sitting alone. <laughs> his, his asshole has CTE, it's been beat up so much. Hey, my asshole's like Mayweather at any time, you know, it can, they be, can beat a be the best to get. <laughs> 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 Oh my! It's, it, it's this slowly, is actually a perfect intro to what you're bringing on the road. It's, yeah. it's slowly learning to read, my asshole. Which is fifteen dollar lunches. Which yeah. is what you need. You need to eat more fifteen dollar <laughs> salads. <laughs> but, but please keep going. No, I I feel you know you uh, when you when you go on the road, um, every downtown area has become the same. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like uh, gentrification in in terms. You know. Uh, like fucking white people coming in, pushing out culture. There's the whole thing with the Bodega app now mm-hmm. and shit like that. I don't know what is the Bodega what is app. That? Oh, oh, so this is a new thing. This this tech company, these like two former Google guys, came up with this thing called Bodega, and it's these um, like portable like vending machines. And the logo is like a cat, and they're basically like, you know, we're gonna eliminate Bodegas. Oh, like, what just- a bunch of fat. Fuckers. <laughs> taking people out of business. And where are those cats going to go? Yeah. All those That weird- was a good edit, by the way. <laughs> You're the only person who, like, fucker is the clean version. <laughs> <laughs> Fat, uh, fuckers. That was great. Um, no, yeah, it's it, it's just even calling it bodega and shit like that. But it is this idea that, so now when you go to these downtown areas, they all look the same. <laughs> And, you know, like, so I'll get there at, like, 2 o'clock. I'm hungry. I just landed. And the fuck it, when the food outside of the airport is more expensive than the airport, it's the idea they call it, like, fast casual, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all these, like, you know, salad places and poke places and shit like that that are, like, yeah, 14 $15. Lunch should not ever be more than $10. Lunch exactly. is not... A big meal lunch. I mean, I agree, affordable. but if it's to keep what just happened in that bathroom happening again, we need to get you some more fifteen dollars salads, man. <laughs> I'm nervous. I really am. I'm not. I'm not even just. Uh, I'm not even. I have to go to the bathroom. What's wrong with that? No, I mean it's just you know. I mean you know it's every every morning. I feel like it's we're not gonna every have... morning. Man, if the fucking if I was allowed in at an early time, I'd be able to use the bathroom before we started. Say, Aaron, this is your problem. We know what we need to do. We need to set up. We need to set up some sort of trough outside of the yeah. studio yeah. and have Mike's asshole lowered in. Yeah, I um I will say, you know, one one thing that you brought up with gentrification, um, which I think is true. 
it is interesting how like like all all these guys are like, oh my god, every every downtown circle looks the same. Like everybody's like, oh my god, you know, like there was like, oh, it's always an Applebee's or a or a Best Buy. But then you're right. As soon as they, as soon as like hipsters get it, they create the same shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's like but every, it's everybody no, creates their same environment no matter where they go. The thing is, if I go to an Applebee's and spend fifteen dollars, that makes sense because it's like a sit-down restaurant. But you know, Chipotle after the burrito and the drink, you know, that's like twelve, thirteen bucks. That's not fucking cheap at all. And Chipotle's gross. Their burrito bowls look like a pig trough. It's disgusting. Every yeah, time I go I there, I have a like hair it, in my food, and no one wants to be there. I kind of like the hair, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I still like Chipotle. Really? Yeah. It's know. just all a bunch of diarrhea. It's okay, but it should be like $3 cheaper than what it is it for be. what it is. You know, it's like there is a taco truck next to my house, and their burritos are $6. And they're much. I mean, <sighs> yes and no. I mean, if it's here's the thing, though. If it's like... It, 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 if it's to benefit corporations, I agree. But a lot of the times, the stuff is really cheap because it's because it's slave labor too. <laughs> you know, like so. With a taco truck, there's not an element of that. Not the taco. I mean, not the taco truck. I mean, that's a small business. You're talking about like fast food. About like fast food. And but fast and casual. That, how is fast Bell. casual not slave labor? Chipotle. They're not making tips and stuff. No, no, you're right. I mean, I mean, they're I probably can, getting paid a little the more. Economics of yeah. it. I did mean it. Also depends on what state you're working in. That's why I cook all my meals. I cook pretty much even when I travel. I cook my food when I'm going to eat on the plane, and like maybe a. I, I reserve to have a meal in the in the town because I want to see how people work there. But mm-hmm. I every meal pretty much I make it myself because I like to eat healthy and I don't want to spend fifteen dollars for a lunch. I think it's criminal, and I also think people are losing this. Um, you, cooking for yourself, you know how to provide for yourself and take care of yourself, and I think yeah. a lot of people don't know how to do that. Like, I get that fast food is not good. Like, you know, I'll have periods where I won't eat fast food for a month, and then I do, and hell's a-coming. Um, <laughs> but it's like, there's got to be a better way, because it really feels like the lower class is That's completely... That's actually what, what happens when Donald Trump comes. Yeah. <laughs> but it feels like the lower class joke, has completely been eliminated, and now, like, yeah. the middle class slowly is, too. Yeah, they're yeah. slowly getting, like, down to the lower class. The rich yeah. getting richer, poor getting poorer. It just sucks, too, yeah, like, the diversity... This is the beginning of hell or high water, by the way. Yeah, the diversity and identity of towns goes away once you get a fucking... Like, potbelly's not that good. No, it's not. <laughs> Here's my problem is that I like it all. I just like yeah. eating everything, <laughs> like well, I whether or not it's healthy or not pot, healthy. Podbelly is Subway with an associate's degree, yeah, like not even exactly. a bachelor's. No, yeah. I used to work in Midtown Manhattan, really and funny. on the lunch breaks, everybody would go to what's that salad place or whatever, and they would spend fifteen dollars on their lunch. Yeah, and then when the end of the week or the end of the month rolled around, they were still broke. That's so it was true. this vicious cycle of I. This is my only time I get to relax, so this is how I'm going to spend it. And then now I have to keep being at this shitty job I hate just to afford this lifestyle. It yeah. was like a vicious cycle. They don't know how to break. My last job, it was it was crazy. Like, I was the only one in the writer's room who had <laughs> written on a show before outside of, like, you know, administration and stuff. And people would buy their lunches every day, and I would bring mine. <laughs> and it's just like, guys, like, you're not making that much. Like, this adds up. 
Yeah, fifteen bucks a day. The other parents paid for it. No, these these no, people they no, made, they were they paid for it themselves. I I mean I always buy. I mean I'm the worst at that. I always buy. I always buy lunch out just because I'm. Uh, I never I never prepare for myself, and it's just I'm just lazy. So I really have no good. Uh, I have no good excuse for it. But uh, I, I I agree. I wish I wish that I did. I did. I, I should do more. But I'm I'm a terrible cook. There's some recipes that are very easy to make. Like and you what? can just get it. Like, You're uh, like what? Gator claw. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a homemade kind of like hamburger helper type and just get any kind of pasta. <laughs> you're like and healthy meat. and then you're like, yeah. you're like. But if you make it yourself, yeah. there's less sodium. So just get any kind of pasta, any kind of uh-huh. meat and a little bit of chicken stock and some greens. And that it, it takes you about half an hour and then you can make like four different lunches out of it. Oh, but, really? And okay. now there's all these lunch places where it's all like fixins and like, you know, like they they just put everything together for you. But when you look at the individual ingredients, they don't look that good. Like the no. chicken is in these like process cubes and shit i just don't know well my thing is you know i mean i'm very i'm very uh fortunate and grateful i get free lunch at work but like in between lunch and uh in a show i usually always eat out just because i don't know it's just easier maybe maybe i should start making something when Uh, i first moved to new york i was like really poor so i would go to midtown and i did this trick where they had all these like small delis or whatever yeah or like a pax so like pax is yeah so that's a corporation yeah and i would just go in there and dress decently and then just go to the salad bar get a thing and then just go sit down and eat it and then dunk it before i had to pay Wow, you dress like in a pantsuit. Yes, <laughs> that's the uh, that's the most white trash use of a pantsuit. <laughs> Hillary Clinton has a chapter on this in her new book. <laughs> How I stole lunch. Yeah, <laughs> the glass ceiling got lower. Yeah, <laughs> After yeah you cannot put your hand over the glass ceiling. I always yeah. get grossed out by those places, though. Right? They always like. I always. They, there's some New York Post story about somebody like. Like some homeless guy pouring shit in it. Oh yeah, they're horrible. It's Michael Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody found a rat. Yeah, near the salad, <laughs> near the salad bar. <laughs> Fuck you! No one's going to enjoy this. <laughs> Mike, the bathroom's right there. Yeah. Someone found. I a made rat. my choice. Someone found <laughs> a rat where? They found a rat in there with a little wrap. And their with rap. a little in a rap? Yeah. A rat rap? Rat rap. Rat rap. How fucking pumped would you be though if you were at Taco Bell and you bit in and there's a rat and you're like, oh, that's two million dollars. <laughs> two uh, you know That's what? your first thought? That's my first oh yeah, of course. I mean I'd be grossed out, but then I'd be like fucking Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Like oh. Yeah, but there's like an amount of the rat you have to eat, you know. Yeah, like an eyeball <laughs> would have to squeegee into your mouth, you know? Like I mean, you, how much money do you think you'd get for meeting a rat Rito? <laughs> rat Rito? Uh, Barodent? I don't know. I don't know. I'd say I'm bad at arguing that kind of stuff. I'd be like, I want $50. (laughs) You're like, I want all the free burritos. That's a Seinfeld plot. Yeah. Oh, that's Kramer, right? When he would sues the coffee place. And then he just gets all the coffee he wants. What Mm -hmm. a good show. You know what show (laughs) I just started watching that's great is Rick and Morty. Oh, it's the best. It's a good one. It's so funny. Yeah, that's, I I had never because I you know I it it takes me a little bit to get into animation, but it's it's so funny, and I'm just on the first season. So, yeah, some of the people I worked with worked on that show, and it's just like crazy. Like, it's probably yeah the best written show now. <laughs> it, it's one of those shows yeah. where I mean I'm only watching the first season, and I hear the third season's like the best. This season's the best, but it's 
you know, it's it's like the funniest bits of a writer's room became a show. Mm. Yeah, that that's what it feels like. And I, I'm and and, and 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 that I mean that in the greatest way, not even in an insular like no one can relate to this. You know, our woodshed topics aren't great when it just becomes one good thing. <laughs> Twenty minutes in. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, so what do you have, yeah, buddy? Oh well, this is this is definitely not a death good thing. of the lower class. You know, Rick and Morty's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just we just gentrified a podcast yeah. <laughs> um the uh th- th- this is something i'm actually pretty passionate about what i'm bringing to the woodshed today are joe paterno apologists this happened last week wow. a police report obtained by better C- or worse than sandy hook conspiracy theorist oh. uh, <laughs> i think worse because <laughs> sandy uh, as, as sandy hook there's like a deep psychological like there's no ex- like there's no excuse for Joe Paterno apologists opposing to like Joe Paterno apologists. They're <laughs> such like a self. I don't know. They're both pretty bad. But, but if you were famous, this would just be the headline: Dan makes excuse for Sandy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luckily, uh, no one has to worry about me being famous. But. Yeah. Oh, can you tell the the listeners Joe Paterno his whole backstory? Yes, I will. Um, yeah. Joe Paterno. Before we start out, uh, Joe Paterno was the coach of Penn State football. Uh, he was uh, probably the most famous college football coach in history. And in uh, 2000, I believe it was like 2011 or 2000. Yeah, I think it was around 2011, 2012. Uh, there was a huge uh, there was a huge scandal. His former defense coordinator, Jerry Sandusky, it was unearthed that he had been uh, uh, raping and molesting children for, uh, for, for decades uh, and that – uh, Paterno had at least um, not reported one of the cases to the police and had kind of passed it off to the athletic director. That was something that was proven. Um, there was, of course, now I've, I've actually I've read a book about it. I've done like a lot of research about it, which, you know. Now, Paterno just, died, but Sandusky lives because his heart is stronger, right? <laughs> well, he, he's got a passion. <laughs> uh, you know, it's important in life to have a passion. Yeah. If you have a passion, you just live longer. He's yeah. got a young heart. He's, yeah. got a, yeah, he's young at heart. <laughs> he's young at heart. Guys, I'm not a child molester. I'm an energy vampire. Yeah. <laughs> um, Would you fuck a kid to live forever? <laughs> Would you fuck a seven-year-old boy who's like, "Where's my mommy?" You gotta stick. You know, Rick and Morty's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Rick and Morty. Yeah, Rick yeah. and Morty fan breakdown is looking. Uh, yeah, looking real, real, real great. <laughs> yeah, I, I, this is why our fan base, like the people who've listened to the show, like really like it so far. But there's only 800 of them. <laughs> would, you, would you fuck a kid if you could live forever? Is like the Eric Clapton ballad that we never got. Would you fuck? Fuck a kid if I, you could I live just imagine, like, forever. <laughs> Amber Nelson, like, like, you know when Billy Crudup and Elma's famous when he's on the house, like, would you fuck a kid if you live forever? <laughs> you jump into a bounce house. Bounce house. Uh, but, yeah. yeah so, but then you have the guilt of fucking a kid forever. Oh, you could forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to a hypnotist I or something. Mean, yeah. One of those people that qu- like quelm your smoking needs, you know. Yeah, I feel like if you, if you live forever, you can at least. I don't. I don't want to play this game. Actually, <laughs> this is the worst game. 
of fantasy football I've ever but played. Anytime someone asks you, like, hey, so why can you live forever? Well, you know, sacrifices. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I guess you'd have to keep moving towns. And they'd be like, why are you living forever? Oh, I did fuck a kid once about 200 years ago. You had to, no, you had to, like, every new town, you'd have to knock on the door, like, okay, well, number one. I'm eternal. Number two, uh, I'm a sex predator. <laughs> so I didn't need to tell you the first one. Yeah, uh, yeah. You had to like avoid all the youth suicides. Yeah, like, reading about them. The van- so, uh, the creep, real creepy vampire. You know, it was bad enough that he did it to me, but the fact that he kept yelling, "This will benefit me in the end," made uh, it worse. Could you imagine <laughs> living forever? What a nightmare. But what yeah. if you got locked in jail? Like, what if it was one of those playing the devil? That game? is literally the sixth episode of Twilight. Zone, the escape clause. Really? They fuck a kid to live forever and they go to jail? No, no, not that part. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 The Twilight Zone is just That's actually an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. No, this this guy uh, wishes, you know, that he can live forever. He's like a hypochondriac, lives forever. He he gets in a fight with his wife. She accidentally dies. Mm. And um, he goes to jail. And it's so funny because they're like, you know, you've got a life sentence and and it ends with just like the two prison guards being like, what is that for you? Like 30 years, you could do that standing on your head. You'll be out in no time. And uh, but it's also it's like the guy's immortal. He could just break out of the jail. Mm. Can you break out if you're immortal, though? You still have the normal powers of a normal person. Yeah, but you can't die. Yeah. Well, there's a Stephen King story, too, where. The guy is supposed to like. It's one of these things where you're you go, you go into a coma and then you time travel for, or like one of those things where you go you move galaxies are supposed to take years, but because you're in the coma, you're able to go. You know, you're able to t- t- travel through time. But the guy's like pod didn't work, so they open the pod up and he's like, <laughs> and he's all goofy. Oh, because he was which just was actually there. Joe Paterno's last word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Paterno just sounded like a fucking worker elf. So if yeah, tell ever, us about these. Uh, if, you, well, if you ever talk, yeah. if you uh, if <laughs> yeah, if you ever talked, if you ever heard Joe Paterno talk, it was like like the great thing about you guys is we at Penn State pay no attention to the old bulls swapping against the young thighs in the shower. <laughs> he had this like old timey art town voice. Uh, but yeah, so uh, anyway, the, his whole his, his, like Joe Paterno was Jerry Sandusky's boss, and his family had attested that he basically had just said this one thing. Uh, he had passed it off. Basically, they had this deniability. He had passed it off uh, to this athletic director. He was helping the kids work on their defense. Work on their defense. He had passed it off to this director. It was just a one-time thing. That's kind of what they were saying. That's what his family were saying. Um, and that was, which I had known beforehand, because there was reports detailing back to the '70s that kids were uh, were were approaching Joe, were calling up Joe Paterno and saying, "Hey, this fucking guy's raping me." But a police now were these athletes? Uh, well, the one who called him in the '70s was a, I think, it was like a hitchhiker that Sandusky raped. Jeez. But a uh, police report obtained by CNN. Okay, so yeah. Uh, Basically, the one pager, uh, Mike McQueary's account. Basically, in t- Mike McQueary, who was the guy uh, that walked in in 2001, uh, he walked in on Jerry Sandusky raping a kid in the bathroom. Um, Paterno told the then graduate assistant, like when McQueary told Paterno, who was Paterno was McQueary's boss. Sorry, this is all over the place. Uh, he said, "Hey, I just saw this guy rape." 
Uh, Paterno said, yeah, oh, We already the- discussed that yes. snitches are awful. Yes, yeah. snitches yeah. are <laughs> awful. <laughs> he said, uh, he said, he, uh, Paterno said to him, and this is from the police report, yeah, he said, yeah, I've, uh, this is the second complaint of this nature. So, so basically, Paterno had been covering this up forever. And, and, and even the whole thing of like, oh, oh, you know, oh, Paterno's just a, just a, just a football coach. He's just a football coach. Bullshit. If you knew anything about Penn State, that guy was a fucking god. And and and, th- and this also, is- if you have that information, you don't do anything with it. You're a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Who are the kind of people that are apologizing for this man? Are well, they- it's just one of those things that af- afterwards, like after I remember after Paterno got fired, like people were like going, like people rioted in Penn State. They destroyed property. I think there was something like a hundred thousand dollars worth of damage. And they always give shit to like Antifa or Black Lives Matter. Protesters, I'm like, well, you know, like those guys are protesting because of a very specific abuse that's happening. Like, these guys are happening uh, to support someone who protected an abuser. A very different situation. And it feels like Paterno died not because of the shame of what Sandusky did, but his own legacy being Mm -hmm. tarnished. It's not why it was tarnished, it's just the idea that it was. Yeah, I, I mean, who knows? Maybe he felt. Some, you know, he did say, you know, like I feel a ton of guilt for the victims. But if he had, if 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 he had done that, I mean, like, why would you give? He still let the guy have access to the showers, you know, like fuck why, him, fuck him, and his yeah. Guilt. yeah. I mean, why do college coaches make so much money? But and the players get nothing. I mean, there's lots yeah, of questions. Oh yeah, I mean, like that. <laughs> even but even disgrace. I mean, just the whole. You know, I remember I ran and I remain nameless, but. I think this is really what it comes down to is that I remember right after this happened, I was doing some club in uh, in Long Island, and the guy who was hosting, who was actually kind of a nice guy, said, I, I, I'm mostly taking his belief to the woodshed and not him as a person. But he said to me, he goes, ah, they shouldn't fire Paterno. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He like <laughs> he let this monster like live within his walls for years, and he goes, "He's a good coach," oh. yeah. and that's what and that's what I think ultimately it came down to. Well, there was- are, oh, sorry, people are weird about this. Like there was back in high school, there was a kid my age. I don't want to reveal his name, but he would say, "I teach these six and eight year old boys how to masturbate," yeah. and so I told everybody, like I told the adults, like get him to stop babysitting these kids yeah. and they just like because his mother was very powerful in town they mm-hmm. started blaming me and they were like amber you ruined his life you upset you know you upset him he was popular before you and i was like what about him like skinny dipping with these boys and yeah. parents were eventually like okay he won't babysit the kids but i think when pedophilia comes around the first instinct is to always blame the victims and the whistleblowers. Exactly. Never Which, the you know, like, I under, look, and I totally. Uh, whistleblower is just another name for pedophile. <laughs> and, well, I mean, like, I fucking wake up every day thanking God I'm not a fucking pedophile. I yeah. mean, that's, like, literally the worst card you can draw yeah. in your entire life. But, like, seek fucking help. Get some medication. You know, um, yeah. you know, like, like, you need, like, we need to fucking medicate these people and give them, like, serious psychiatric help. Well, it is that funny thing when, you know, people find out, like, you know, when there's, like, a scandal and, you know, like, you look at, like, uh, Cosby, they're, like, 10, no, 20, I don't know, 30, all right. 
<laughs> well, it's like uh, Sharia law in Saudi. I think it takes three men to say a woman was raped, so and a woman's voice doesn't count. So uh, nobody gave a shit about all the women that came out about Bill Cosby. But Hannibal Burris came out, and then they started noticing. And I guarantee if two more men would have come out and said, yes, he raped all those women, that he would be in jail right now. Well, do you remember what actually happened in that was, you know, Hannibal did the bit, but then what, what Cosby did was he did this thing called Meme Me Mondays, where he did, like, all these different memes. This was, like, his Twitter page. This is clearly like mm-hmm. his social media person never talking to his legal team. <laughs> and so it was all these memes of him like smiling and stuff. And then all these people were like, you know, I love the rape. Oh, do a bit of bop. You know, like, and all this, like, just fucking <laughs> awful shit. <laughs> and that's when, uh, and that went like really hugely viral. And that's when people were like, Oh man, what what the fuck is going on here? Because the Hannibal thing like hit, but then that like Cosby's own trying to clean it up made it way worse. Yeah, but you know we have our own meme generator. <laughs> what if like every like I was thinking like what if every horrible instance we just use it to generate like generate more press for our show? <laughs> like like if you want to dirt, uh, I I'm sorry guys, I just spit out. Uh, I was trying to make it. You ever have a joke and then all of a sudden you just like. Shut down completely. All the time. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what just happened. It's okay. You need help? You okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. You okay, buddy? You all right? Okay. Did you go to the bathroom? No, the I, bathroom? Uh, <laughs> that would be like such justice if I oh, just man. like ran out and just started shitting myself. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I, I shit in the toilet. You shit the bed. Uh, <laughs> 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 I remember one time uh, when I was still drinking, I ran. From, remember Legion Bar? Yeah. Oh yeah. Boys. Oh yeah. I in the middle of the in the middle of the uh, night, I ran from Legion Bar, uh, in a thunderstorm, uh, crying, pissing, and shitting at the same time. Oh. I called it the triple threat and <laughs> running. So I like ran. Like you know, it was like the opposite. You ever see the movie Powder when he runs through the field and turns into energy? Mm-hmm. It was it was basically the opposite. Of I that. just imagine an ACDC song playing over. <laughs> the in Back to the wall. I shouldn't have had White Castle. I remember he had Legion Bar in in, in uh, Bushwick, Brooklyn. Yeah, right yeah. across the street from the White Castle. That's. See, that's the thing, like, I know that I don't have the best diet, but, like, that's one of those where I'm like, no, not doing White it. White Castle, the little hamburgers with little rat feet? Those are the worst, yeah. I like them. They used yeah. to do a mic, I used to go to a mic on, at the at the Legion because they would throw out little hamburgers to us, and that was my dinner. <laughs> and I'd try to catch them. <laughs> with no hands? <laughs> with your mouth, like, one of the, like a little fish? Yeah, yeah, a little puppy fish. So, um, let's talk best worst person uh, this week. We need to get a theme song for that. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to do it. Best worst person. That was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> but at least you committed. Best worst intro. At least you committed to it. Um, so this is uh Ryan Edwards. That's R Y O N. There's Ryan's with an O now. What the Ugh. fuck? Oh. Just spell your name. So he he did this thing. Um, you know, last weekend was uh, Hurricane Irma hit hit uh, Florida after working on some new stuff in the Caribbean. And um, <laughs> it sucks. It's the shittiest thing. I always think going to Florida, like the 
the like other islands are the open mics that the hurricane goes to to work on new stuff. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I learned ten new minutes on debris. Um, <laughs> no, because it, it's always like, it, like America's like nine people died. This is. So sad, and then you'll look and like a hundred and seventy-two <laughs> dead like, in Antigua. In, Antigua's yeah. like nine people are left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's I thought it was a rough. weird report when they were like, "The hurricane's gonna work, or it's gonna blow over and work on its stuff in the islands first, Cuba, before it gets to Florida." And I was like, "What about Cuba? You're making it sound like, well, like fuck Cuba." And oh, always. Happening. Oh, it's yeah, shitty. It's like, oh, they it's already really didn't shitty. have electricity, so <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? Um. So this guy uh, started a, a Facebook event, uh, shoot at Hurricane Irma, and, um, you know, with the tag, uh, buy some cases of water, nah, fam, we buying cases of ammo now. Huh. And then uh, clearly, a white, guy, clearly right? white by the yeah. use of fam. Um, and then uh, the, first, the first response is... Uh, Hi, Ryan. I work for the BBC. Would you like to have a quick chat about this? Can you DM me? Because here's, here's the thing about this, right? So if it is real, then that is really sad, right? Like, what the fuck have we come to? But if it is a joke, then that is also really sad. Like, we're at that point where, like, the parody accounts and stuff are just as shitty as the actual awful shit. Well, we're also at the happening. point of Comet Pizza where everyone just believes anything that's on the internet. Yeah. So. Because enough of it is true. Like, it is that weird thing. Like, you know, I was I, I was at um, home the other day and we were, you know, talking about, like, The Rock running for president. And you can't say that's absurd anymore. That it actually makes all the sense in the world. Hmm. So this guy, um, it's it's funny. So the thing, you know, it, it becomes somewhat viral. Forty three thousand people click to to join the event. Um, there, the uh, New York Times, BBC, like all these huge outlets, post articles about this, saying that like sheriffs warn people not to shoot guns <laughs> at hurricanes. Like this shit made the New York Times. Um, and, uh, the guy, Ryan Edwards, you should look him up like douche personified. Um, looks, looks like Dan Cortez. Oh, he has a chest tattoo. Yeah. Chest tattoo. looks like Dan Cortez from MTV sports. If he didn't work out. He has like a chest tattoo, long hair and a feel attract jacket. It's like he put three shitty looks at the same time. Mm. Yeah. The New York times had an article, a call to shoot at hurricane Irma gains unexpected attention. With the picture of a boarded up uh, <laughs> uh, grocery store that says, Welcome, Irma, come get us. <laughs> you know, uh, fuck these people. Fuck them so much. Um, I love it, though, that the police in Florida t- uh, took more caution with the, like shooting the hurricane than they do black people. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Don't shoot at the hurricane first. The hurricane no, still is white. Yeah, but uh, yeah. if it was a person, they're still staying your ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and then and then he, it's interesting. So I read this guy's like Facebook page. I looked down at it a lot. He's like bragging. Uh, I looked down at it while looking. <laughs> yeah. But he's bragging a lot about it going viral and shit. But then he's also trying to take responsibility of something that is bigger than he clearly is now. You know, he's like, by the way, one more thing. Make sure to help each other out during and after the storm in whichever way you can. 
While the news will make countless stories about us encouraging people to shoot the hurricane, there will be far less coverage on how Floridians always have each other's backs in times of need. Aww. Yeah, because it's not as interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also like, I, uh, here's another thing. You know in the next two weeks, too, everybody's shitty side project is going to be for fucking hurricane relief. The whole goddamn thing is just gonna oh, be like, man. Oh, oh, you know, like yeah, that awful bar show that you yeah, do hey, that benefits doing... no one. They're like, we raised forty three dollars. Yeah, like, just which... pay the comics. Yeah, we live. Most so, comics at bar shows live the lives of hurricane survivors <laughs> all year long. So yeah. yeah, give them. We're already intense. Not, I mean, not us. I'm a little wary of like donating to bigger pro- f- projects to help out because like my brother works for the military and he says the Red Cross always comes in and just fucks everything up. Yeah, They're, I've heard that too. Yeah, just a giant I organization. Last week. So then yeah. this other post this guy had. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're right. This was Sunday when the hurricane comes. He goes, well, guys, it's here. The moment we've been waiting for. It was cool to see the response this got from Facebook. On another note, I've learned that about 50% of the world cannot understand sarcasm to save their lives. Carry on. So he sees it as a joke. Still should go fuck himself. But Florida is like an like you can't. Yeah. It's like tell like like Florida is like a four year old kid. You can't tell yeah. it that there's a monster under the bed. Four year old kid that already knows all the racial slurs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Florida, you can't tell Florida there's a black person under its bed. Yeah, because they get terrified. And then you edit. Sorry if your posts aren't coming through. There's so many that I can no longer open the page to look at posts to approve without getting an error message. Going to try to resolve the issue. I would leave it open to where all posts go through, but I've seen some posts that would definitely start shit, and I'm not trying to have this turn into a shouting match on Facebook. I've made headlines with this event, apparently, but that's thanks to every last one of you awesome people here with me. <laughs> and it's this interesting thing, so apparently... In the the thread, you know, in the event thread, it got, like, really racist and pro-gun and anti-gun and all this shit. But once again, what do you expect? Didn't you – I saw you on Instagram or you on Facebook. You were, like, tracking the hurricane and you were, like, looking at all, like, the comments that were racist or so. Yeah, it was – I was on YouTube looking at, like, the hurricane live coverage and there was, like, the live feed of people's comments and they just kept calling the hurricane fake news and it was so racist and uh, misogynist and horrible. I tried to post it to Facebook and Facebook took it down. Like, it wouldn't, it didn't fit their terms of guidelines. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, and it's just what people were saying. And I wonder if, like, during, uh, you know, Pompeii, people were just screaming fake news when the city was burning. <laughs> yeah. Right? Storms coming. People yeah. are bad, and I, I don't, I don't know if they've always been like this. Cause like my grandparents, I don't know. People used, people were different, I guess. But maybe they were the same. What am I saying? I think a lot of radical news radio has, uh, has. I think people are way more radicalized now, and I think they're more dis- different now. Well, every, you know, I was at, you know, I was at Universal City. I saw like it last Friday night, and uh, I was, I was just watching all the people walk in and out of it, and I'm like, you know what? You know, maybe there's some good about global warming. Just take this flood, <laughs> wash them all away. Everybody, yeah. there's just enough people at this point. Too many. I there's mean, too many of them. I, you know, so let's take that into to one good thing because uh, I thought I thought <laughs> for it me, was the good. flood. <laughs> yeah, it's coming for me. I'll say I, I like I liked it. Um, really? Yeah. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Well, you yeah. were great in it. <laughs> as the ambiance, as the mood, <laughs> as the town. We all float down here, and it's just Mike's bathroom. 
You float poo. You float poo. Um, no, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't think it was like the best movie ever, but, but, but I liked it uh, because. I think it's really hard in horror movies to get the non-horror parts right, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Get Out did it uh, really well. And I and I thought this did too. Like the kids were really good. Kids are really good. I and mean, I've seen some Jewish representation. Nice. You know, in the book, there's this weird orgy. Yeah, there's not the enough children. of that in Hollywood. Sorry, hmm? there isn't it's a kid with a fucking yarmulke. That's true. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. Well, the, in the book, there's a, a weird I just, child. I'm orgy. anti-Semitic. Um, what? Oh, in the yeah, book, yeah, there's oh, a yeah. child orgy, which I didn't know that. Which goes to Dan's one good thing this week, the child orgy. Yeah, exactly. Sandusky yeah. was there. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen King didn't report it. Uh, yeah, apparently what happens in the book is that, um, I, I didn't read it, but I was reading, you know, different articles about yeah, it. I read it too. And you, you've read the book? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, she basically, she, they get trapped, like, in, I think in, like, a fear. Like, Pennywise traps them in, like, some sort of fear in the sewers. And then she basically has sex with them to basically loosen them up. And, uh, which is weird. <laughs> you know, there's some weird elements to that, uh, cause her dad molests her. So it, there's a weird, like, you know, like kind of a piece of meat thing, but then she has a connection with the kids, but it's, it's, it's all over the place, man, because it's like, well, you know, here like it's, she does have a connection. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's, it's definitely not pornographic. I will say, I, I, I will say that. She's fucking um, in a sewer. So that's weird. Yeah. yeah. That, that is, well, for me, that's hot, but well, uh, you hear what it is. Cause half the book is them as adults and half of it's, it's kids. It's that it's the bridging the gap between the childhood and adulthood. Yes. Um, for yeah. 10 pages where dick sizes are compared. I just think that sometimes Stephen King gets a little bit like he he he's I, I love Stephen King I'm a huge Stephen King fan but sometimes he 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 sometimes overshoots a little bit like like they had a whole like in it they have a whole point where like the black uh, the black boy in it is like just like talking about racism and you know getting called the n word and I'm like yeah I guess Stephen King should tackle this in this book but part of me is like. This seems a little out of your depth, man. You know, like, especially for this story. I mean, I'm glad you're doing it, but it really does feel like a guy who grew up in Maine who's never been around black people. I do love Stephen King, so I'm not trying to shit on him. Well, it's but. said in, what, 1957-58 in the book, right? The, the yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, I know. But, okay, I used to have a bit about it where it's like he would just use the horror, horror stuff to talk about the stuff you would really <laughs> want to talk about, where he'd be like, it was like kid orgies and sewers. Yeah. It would be like, it was, it was hard in a t- small town to be a black boy. Not as hard as it was being a werewolf, you know. Like, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's. I thought it was good. I liked. I liked it. It's my, my, not yeah. one of my my, my favorite. Um, I think I, my favorite Stephen King is still Salem's Lot, but uh, it was pretty. It was good. I, I looked at it as like the Avengers, you know, like 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 the Avengers is like a really like if you're like I'm not a comic book fan. I'm a big Stephen King fan, so I look at it as like Avengers is really fun. It's a really fun movie. But it's probably not a great movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it is a really fun movie, but it's not. I think like Get Out's a great movie. Yeah, you know, like Get Out was better. G- Get Out is a great movie, but like, like it is like if you're a Stephen King fan, it's a really fun movie. Like it's like, oh my god, look at that! It's on, it's on screen. I think like Avenger. It reminded me of a good Marvel movie. That's what yeah, it and it's also if you look at like the Avengers versus like Lou Ferrigno, Incredible Hulk, you could look at this It versus the 1990. TV movie version. Oh my god, which does not <laughs> Tim, hold Tim up. Curry's kind of fun. In it. No, he's fun. But I thought Skarsgård was better, to be honest. Yeah, I thought they were both pretty good. I think a part of it is that you see him less, and that makes it more terrifying. 
when he does that dance thing. That's yeah, he's really barely. Scary. I think it that part works because he's barely in it. So when he's in it, it means something. Yeah, it's true. Did you see it yet, Amber? It. Yeah, I saw it. Um, I'm you a huge fan of horror, and I was kind of it's the same scare over and over and over. Yeah, again. I get that. And they always wanted to say they're going to stick together, and they don't stick together. They yeah. keep At one point, I was like, I almost wanted to get up because they're like, all right, we got to stick together, and then they just immediately wander off. And it happened over and over and over and over again. I was like, it's kind of lazy. Honestly. Yeah. No, I agree. I definitely can't really defend uh, defend it either. Yeah, I, fuck it. Maybe I didn't like it. That's <laughs> 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 uh, your one good thing, Amber. Oh, my one good thing? Um, you know what? I went to the movie theater, and uh, there was a cackle in the ceiling, and I didn't know if it you was- You realized it was you? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, is this a crack addict or a ghost? I don't know, and I don't know which is scarier. And I would say that's my one good thing about Los Angeles. It's such a haunted, crackhead <laughs> city. That's a good thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just coping, actually. <laughs> yeah. I think that's called rationalizing. People are like, maybe it's a bird. And then you heard it go, fuck me. And you're like, it's not a bird. <laughs> You're like, I'm bleeding from my leg. That's a good thing, right? No. <laughs> that's not what a good thing means. That's fucking hilarious. Your basic your good thing is that life ever is a watched the, house. <laughs> ever watched the movie in the same raincoat Georgie had? <laughs> <laughs> that's a well, I'm glad at least that part of the movie was scary. The actual move the movie theater. Um what was my one good thing? Was Rick and Morty. It was oh, 30 well, minutes no, that ago. was it. Oh, I know. I did say that. Yeah. But the one thing I wanted to mention briefly was Ted Cruz liking porn on Twitter. Oh, the yeah. most just, human thing he's done. Yeah, it was. it is the most human thing he's done. I said, yeah. Hey, I said, who uh, knew we'd relate to Ted Cruz? And, and, yeah, and it's, and it's kind of like, you know, because now like people were like, oh, well, it doesn't mean you can just be a hypocrite now in American politics. Like, But, like, Ted Cruz can't get away. Like, Trump can say, I'll grab you by the pussy or whatever because he's like, like from the beginning, he's like, "Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. And you're still yeah, gonna yeah. vote with me because I'm on it." But Ted Cruz has always been the guy who's like, "I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the, I am the, uh, the most proper prince." You yeah. know, he's John Lithgow from Footloose. Yeah, exactly. So now he doesn't have that to stand on, and it's it's fun. It's always fun watching Ted Cruz fall on his face. And, and what's uh, what's amazing, I mean, and it's a face that looks like it's been falling on a lot. Yeah, uh, step on that fucking <laughs> little fucking <laughs> yeah. goblin. <laughs> he looks amazing. like an Amy Sedaris character. But, but, he does. But porn, Pornhub uh, generously has the entire uh, porn on their site because it's a newer one. It's like it's Reality Kings, which you could only get through paying for it. But yeah, very different than the Kings of Leon. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Reality Kings of Leon. Yeah, <laughs> and they uh, they have uh, now you can. Watch and it says like here's the thi- the porn that Ted Cruz likes. That's really? Yeah. What is it? What kind of what type is it? It's um it's a milf. Uh, really? Watching yeah. like I think it's like she's watching her stepson. There's fuck a lot this of girl weird and then she joins shit in on all these like porn sites now. They're like are like vague. You know what I'm talking about, Aaron? Aaron's Aaron started like shivering like fucking. You don't like Woody step- Harrelson and True Detective. You don't like step stepmom. I don't mind no. stepmom, but some of them are not even stepmom on there. It's like mom fuck son and shit. It's and like, I know it's probably fake. It's but all I fake. Like, it's, it's all fake. It yeah. can't. It can't be real. Yeah. Um, unless like the FBI is just doing the worst job ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a little the parent stuff weird. is fucking weird, but oh, the. Okay. Uh, 
the stepmom, stepdad stuff is, is someone who's like, that was just struggled to have a step <laughs> a good relationship with my stepfather. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan. Of You're it. just jealous. <laughs> They're getting along. Well, I wish the, that was me. Well, the the you know the in the stepmom part, the dad is the character you never see, but his presence weighs over all of it. Um, what's my? Fa- I watched uh this is a, like a, a month ago. It's a month and a half ago. I watched uh, I watched uh, cuck porn for the first time with uh, a friend of mine. This shit's fucking hilarious. You oh, watched yeah. cuck porn with a cuck? Like, did you yeah. masturbate? No, no. I just watch- like I just I just it's just kind of. I mean, if you ever, yeah. ever I know we gotta leave soon, but if you ever if you ever I mean, look if you're if you're into that too, like like all power to you, whatever gets you off. But it's just funny to be like, oh, he's like, oh, he's fucking me, and he goes, oh, oh, you're fucking my wife. <laughs> Whoa! Like he, he goes, oh no! He like he sounds like a nerd and like like a Revenge of the Nerds. The he goes, is, oh no! You fucking my wife's pussy! What? <laughs> but it's I great. Think, I think cuck porn has the best acting of any porn. The guys that play <laughs> the cucks have to show so much emotion because <laughs> they, they have they to be. Uh, who know? I mean, they're not doing any of the fucking, but it's no, like, but they're cucks, so they don't like to get paid. <laughs> But they have to look sad, but also hopeful at the same time. And they have tiny, they have tiny penises. And they, <laughs> yeah. he had a tiny, he had a tiny penis, and then a cock ring for the penis. So it just looked like, it looked like his just his his like balls had a cram. <laughs> it always, it always feels like cuck porn is like overconfident guys that audition to be in porn, and the guy's like. I got a role for you. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it, cuck porn is just five years of trying to be an actor in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, look. Uh, does anyone else have a last word? I just did the whole thing where I did got a laugh and I did the Costanza thing from Seinfeld. Like, All right, I'm out. <laughs> uh, you can find me on DS Tremaine on Twitter. I'm Dia Dancing Tremaine okay. on Instagram. Um, please, hey, look, like, uh, why, oh, subscribe to our podcast. Please tell your friends about it if you like it. Um, we really appreciate the positive reviews that have been left so far. We're really trying to amp up our numbers, um, and uh, and we we'd love to hear from you. So, yeah, and if you've got like a suggestion for something you want to hear us talk about, a topic, right? Yeah, it we're in. gonna set up an email soon and yeah. a Facebook fan page and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right to us, leave a positive review. We know last week was better, but guess what? <laughs> Next week yeah. is going to be better than last week. Yeah, and both are going to be better than this week. Yeah, and uh, three weeks ago, I think this one was still better than that one. Yeah. So you know, yeah. ebbs and flows. And seven <laughs> weeks ago, we didn't have a podcast. Right. Exactly. All right. Well. I'm not resounding. Yeah. You know, just tell your friends to listen to last week's episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, one was, this one was decent. It was fine. It was fine. We liked Rick and Morty We're the... and fucking a kid to live forever. Those are the <laughs> that, thing. Fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck a kid to live forever. <laughs> yeah. Can you just say that once more before we leave? Yeah. Can you fuck a kid to live forever? Can you do it more excited? Play the devil's game. Fuck a kid to live forever. <laughs> I'm at the Mike Lawrence on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I just already said my shit. I'm at Amber Smelson on Twitter. I'm at Cobb's Comedy Club this weekend, Friday, oh, nice. Saturday night. Have a great set. Thank you. We're going to kill it. All right. Have a good one. <laughs>